welcome to the Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and I'm back with another episode. In this episode, I interviewed my client, Megan. She just turned 35 and she told me she has never felt that amazing in her life before. She has literally transformed her health with the program that she's in, my coaching program. And in this episode, we basically talk about her experience in that program, why and how she went vegan, and also how amazing she feels at the moment. It has been amazing coaching her. She has learned so much about herself, her body. She has lost quite some pounds and is looking pretty amazing at the moment, which I'm very proud of. So yeah, I'm very excited for you to listen to this episode. Enjoy. Uh, I'd love to start, Megan, with just asking you about yourself, um, you know, where you're from, who you are, and everything that you want to share about yourself. Okay. Um, I am Megan. I'm from San Francisco, California, originally from the East Coast of the United States. Um, I work in risk management for a real estate investment firm here in the city. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I guess that's... <laughs> That might be it. What do you like to do in your free time, Megan? In my free time, I'm a, you know, I am pretty uh, outdoorsy. I do definitely take advantage of the California lifestyle. So um, I love cycling, love hiking, camping. Um, you know, we can't really swim in San Francisco. It's a little too cold here most of the time. It's not that part of California, but um, I do love being at the beach and um hanging out by by the bay and um we have great parks here so enjoying the the parks here so yeah as being outside as much as possible nice love that yes i should do that more often as well i'm not i mean i love it as well but i kind of i wouldn't say i always forget but i just don't plan ahead right and then it's kind of the weekend is gone so I should do that more often. I should find find buddies that want to do that with me because my boyfriend is not about that. So <laughs> do you always do that with your boyfriend or do you also like do that with your friends and stuff? You know, I think it's just kind of the lifestyle here. So everyone is kind of into the same thing. Um, it's kind of a joke, actually, but that, you know, everyone's kind of competing with each other for like, what was the coolest thing you did this weekend? What, okay. what was the longest bike ride you went on? Or where did you go camp or hike or something? Um, so it's kind of everyone. I do do it with my partner a lot, but um, yeah, it's everyone is sort of into that outside lifestyle here, which is a huge, was a huge appeal and why I moved here in the first place. Sounds awesome. Maybe I should move there. I already told you about it, that I love San Francisco. So maybe one day, <laughs> but cool. Um, so, right now, so it's a great time to move in. True, true. Hmm. Maybe one day I'll see. Cause actually traveling is also not possible. Right. So I don't think I can even enter the U S at this point. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know we can't go out. I don't know about coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. But maybe it's still not a good idea at this time. <laughs> but awesome. Tell me um, or tell us um, about veganism. Like when did you become vegan and what was kind of that turning point for you? Why you decided to become vegan? Yeah, so I was never a big meat eater, um, even as a child. You know, I come from a very meat and potatoes kind of family. Um, so I'm absolutely the black sheep of the family in that way. 
Uh, my sister has recently become vegetarian, but for most of my life, I was definitely the weirdo. Um, it just never appealed to me, the texture, the taste, the smell. Um, and, you know, I was a long-time vegetarian once I was really old enough to make my own food decisions and prepare my own food. I stopped eating meat, so I was a long-time vegetarian, and veganism always just sort of called to me. It was um, really in line with my values and just always seemed like the most logical step. Um, I always had excuses why I wouldn't do it though. It was like, it would be too difficult to, you know, eat out and socialize or it required too much planning and prepping. Um, I lived with a partner long-term and they weren't vegetarian and, you know, I did a lot of the cooking. I was like, well, I'm getting them to eat vegetarian. I think vegan might be too much of a stretch. That might just be too much. It just seemed a little bit too extreme. Um, and then when I moved out to California and I was single and just cooking for myself again and living in a place that being vegan is really easy, um, even socially, I was like, you know, I'll give this a try and see, see how it goes. And it just immediately felt right. It felt, you know, like I was living my values and I just couldn't find any logical reason to not do it. You know, it's better for me. It's certainly better for the animals. It's the best thing you can do for the planet. Um, and I just couldn't justify, you know, what I perceived as slight inconveniences um, stopping me anymore. So basically you say that it was for a long time in the back of your mind and you wanted to do it, but just if you feel like you found excuses not to do it for the longest time. Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of, I think there was a little bit of, um, you know, not wanting to be, I was already the vegetarian. So I already felt like I was that person when I went, we went out and it was like, Oh, we can't go to that restaurant because there's nothing for me to eat or, you know, um, people would, I think people make a bigger deal out of it than I do, certainly. Um, you know, you go to parties or friends' houses and they're like, well, what are you going to eat? It's like, I feed myself every day and it's, and I'm still alive. So like, <laughs> what do you mean? What am I going to eat? Food. Um, so I think, you know, just, and that was just being vegetarian. So I, I, the thought of being vegan in that even more extreme step was, um, put me off for a little while. Yeah. And when was that exactly when you became vegan? Uh, it was three years ago, like basically to the day. Yeah. It's very funny because I feel like I had a very similar kind of story where I always, like it was always in the back of my mind as well. And I remember like, Before I went vegan, I met this one girl that was, I think, like three years before I went vegan and she was vegan and she was talking about it. And I was just like, she's so crazy. <laughs> I, was <just> like, <laughs> I remember I was like, I was never like, I will never be vegan. She just seems so weird because she was talking about it like, you know, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And like, I even gained weight because she was like super skinny. She was like, I even gained weight when I went vegan and I have never felt that amazing. And I was like, 
you're so weird. And now, I mean, here we are. <laughs> so I felt like it was always on the back of my mind as well. And the social aspect was one of the things that would always like kind of hold me back from actually becoming like fully vegan. So it's, it's very funny that you've been there as well. You, you wouldn't say that there have been, or that there has been like, um, you know, a video that you have watched or documentary that has, you know, made that final switch for you? No, you know, I've, I'm really sensitive to like animals' pain and suffering. Um, I've never watched any of those documentaries. I have absolutely no interest in it. I don't have to see it to know that it happens. Um, I think it would be really traumatizing for me. Um, and you know, I'm I'm already vegan, so I don't think. <laughs> you can't change my mind on it by watching the videos so um yeah no I've never seen any of, of the documentaries I definitely you know uh recommend them for people who have questions about just like the agriculture industry and factory farming and um the treatment of animals in general but I've never personally watched them I think they would just be really heartbreaking and traumatic for me mm-hmm And your partner right now, is he vegan? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah, he is a Southern boy, so he is definitely a meat eater. Um, I will say he has come a long way in the time that we've been together, just as far as like opening his food horizons and um, especially with the Beyond Meat and Impossible burger stuff now he's really he loves those things and um it's really you know he'll say like if they could make all meat substitutes taste like this i wouldn't eat meat anymore uh, which is fantastic so um you know even though they're not technically like really that great for you they're super processed and all that kind of stuff um if it gets more meat eaters to eat less meat that's fantastic i'm totally into it um, I have opened his horizons by, you know, showing him how you actually cook tofu so it tastes good. And, um, you know, he loves seitan, which um, I didn't actually start eating until starting the program. So um, that's kind of been a new thing for both of us. And, yeah, he's definitely a little bit more picky with food than I am. So it's a bit of a journey, but he's he's getting there. I don't I don't have high hopes for him ever being fully vegan, but he certainly eats less meat now. Okay. And how do you deal with like, for example, when you're together and he's having like a separate meal or he's cooking meat, like, does it affect you in any way? It doesn't for the most part. I try to be the person that leads by example and um, not the person that's, you know, trying to shame him for for what he's eating i think everyone gets to make that choice it's a really deeply personal choice it's something you do three times a day something you're putting in your body um it is a deeply personal choice i again just try and lead by example and i think that that has obviously changed um his eating habits he does eat less meat now so it seems to be working but yeah it doesn't really bother me like well jokingly I'll you know tease him for it sometimes and he teases me for for being vegan but for the most part it works out um you know cooking together we find ways around it um most of the time I just 
have my own stuff and he makes what he wants or, you know, no one's going to turn down a, a free home cooked meal. So if I'm cooking, he's just going to eat what I'm, what I'm making. Um, and then we've really found that doing things like making curries with like a bunch of veggies and a sauce and then I can add tofu or seitan or whatever I'm going to add and he adds you know whatever he wants to add has really worked for us but um yeah no it hasn't been too too difficult Mm -hmm. that's very cool to hear because I also like I asked myself the question how would that be if my boyfriend would be a meat eater and actually I turned my boyfriend vegan so I can give you some tips <laughs> on how I've done it. But um, yeah, like I, I used to ask myself that question as well. Like, how would I deal with that, you know? Um, and I think like the way you do that sounds really good and a very like, um, how do you say, you, you have a good compromise. Like what you said, I, I love the, the example with cooking like a curry or something and then for you guys to decide what you want to add. I think this is really cool. And also what you said really reminded me, my dad was here just a week ago And um, like, of course, we only went to vegan restaurants because he hasn't had a lot of vegan food yet. And he would always ask me if I, if I missed the, the, the taste of meat. And I used to be a big meat eater when I was younger. I loved everything from, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so, of course, my dad did as well. That's how I was raised. Um, and we went to like those restaurants and he had like vegan burgers and he had like vegan chicken. And he was like, this is actually even much better than meat like he liked the taste of it more but he just said the only problem is that I don't know where else to get this because of course I live in Berlin it's very easy to go out and have those things but where he's like living my small town in the south of Germany there's no restaurant that offers stuff like this so that is a little bit of a problem but I can totally relate or at least I know what you mean yeah no I think the growth of like the Beyond Burger and the Impossible Meats and um, all these meat substitutes that are like very realistic. Like they're obviously not made for vegans. They're made for meat eaters who want to eat less meat and that's fantastic. And I still eat it though. Those things, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I still eat them too. But um, as these things, you know, become more popular and more available, there will be places like these little towns in, in Germany that will um, be able to offer those options. I know here in San Francisco, I mean, it's always been pretty easy to be vegan here. There are usually a lot of vegan options, um, but even just like little whole wall mom and pop places, I'm seeing signs for impossible burgers and beyond meat and all that kind of stuff. So nice. it's really seems to be taking it off even here. It's become a lot easier. Nice. That's very nice to see. It makes me super happy. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we've already come a long way. I mean, we are in 2020 and I remember, like, I can tell you that the supermarket has changed so much in what they offer already now. So that makes me super happy. Um, but yeah, I still feel like there's still, especially in like smaller towns and restaurants, they should be at least having one vegan option. That's my opinion. At least one yeah. thing and not only fries and salad, please, but something yeah. that is actually <laughs> cooler than that. Uh, so, so I completely agree. So um, let me ask you this. You became vegan three years ago and you, of course, like applied a healthier lifestyle, let's say, but you still decided to join my program because you wanted to change something. So can you tell me why you have decided to, to join my program? And um, yeah, what was, or basically what was the, what was your motivation to do that? 
Yeah. So before pre-COVID, I was, you know, I've always been a pretty active person, especially since I made my move out West, I've been much more active, Um, you know, going to the gym a bunch and always being outside, doing something, really getting into cycling since I've been here and eating like what I thought was healthy um, and just not seeing results. You know, I'd be going to the gym and working my butt off and it would take like a month to lose two pounds or something. And um, it was just really frustrating. And I kind of just was like, well, maybe this is just my body. Maybe like this is just how the weight I'm supposed to be and um, how my body's supposed to work. And when COVID hit and gyms closed down, it was kind of like, okay, what am I going to do now? And I had started going on Instagram um, I follow all things vegan on Instagram. So I started going on Instagram to kind of find these like little workout, like home workout routines that I could do. And I started seeing like all of these different vegan coaches um, coming up and I was kind of skeptical about it. I was like, how is this going to work? Like with somebody not actually being there. And um, I think because when COVID started, everything went online and you know it has just really become kind of how people are do have no choice but to do everything right now i was like well if i'm gonna do it now's the, the time i don't have anything else going on and um you know gyms are closed and i need to do something and um yeah so i just decided that i would i would give it a try i didn't really have anything to lose. I had no distractions. I had all this free time on my hands. Um, so it was just kind of an alignment of all of this, the, the right things happening at the right time. And, um, and Jess, I kept seeing your, your, um, page come up, come up and all your posts, you know, cause everything vegan I love. Um, and I was just really drawn to how holistic your approach is, how it's just, you know, not just, here's your workout and your meal plans. It's also um, very based in following your menstrual cycle and managing stress and meditation and um, really a full mind, body, and soul approach, which I was really drawn to. Um, I tend to be a little bit hippy-dippy and and love that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and what I was doing before wasn't, working so it was like you know what the hell let's give it a try nice yeah. nice and it's nice to hear because i didn't even know what what actually made you decide to reach out to me i mean at this point there are so many vegan coaches out there and it can be very hard for someone to like reach out to the right one so um i'm glad you did reach out to me <laughs> and of course i i feel you on like this this overall approach this holistic approach um because it has always like this, this is what i told you from the beginning like it's very hard to only isolate your training and your nutrition from like your other lifestyle. It's not going to work. And this is also what like most programs are about, unfortunately. Um, And I also like when I used to work with the other program, that was like the main focus. Like, have you lost that much weight? Like, have you been very strict of a meal plan? At the end of the day, it can work for, for a very short amount of time, but in the long term, like it's going to burn you out. It's not going to like make you, or it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be sustainable for you as well, right? You want something that is more sustainable and really like 
adapts or is adapted to your needs and like your situation and your life situation. Otherwise it's, it's going to be very hard to like keep going. Um, so what would you say has been the most challenging part for you when you joined or since you joined? Um, yeah, I think it was initially the, um, meal prepping and just sort of figuring out like how and when to meal prep. And it just seemed so time consuming and so overwhelming. And, um, you know, I love to cook, but I hate measuring things. And like, I don't bake because I don't like to measure anything. <laughs> um, and the thought of like having to weigh everything out was just so daunting to me. Um, and you know, it, it just seemed like, how do people do this week in and week out? And I think just the, the thought of like, oh my God, I'm going to be doing this for the next four months at least was just, um, really overwhelming at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but since then it's actually, I'm kind of a pro at it now. Like it's become really like second nature to me. And I, there are a couple of things that have sort of helped with that. And one of them is really your tips on planning and and using your calendar every week um, has been super helpful because I can not only like look at my, my week and see when is it going to be busiest and I need meals that are like completely prepped and done and I just throw them in the microwave or whatever and, and go. Um, and when in the week do I have a little bit more time or maybe I can just like pre-cut the veggies or something um, and then throw it all together day out because I have a little bit more time. So that's been really helpful. And also just putting my meal prepping on my calendar like it's an event like any other event any other meeting or call that I have um putting that on there along with my my workouts and everything it's really made it so much more manageable um and the you know it's been great because I don't have to you know some weeks I have really busy weeks and I have to do that like two hours of meal prep of pre-making everything so I can just throw stuff in the microwave or pull it out of the fridge and go um but a lot of times I can do an hour of cooking and then just, you know, cutting up some veggies or like just preparing the tempeh for a wrap and putting the wrap together when I'm going to eat it. So um, it's really helped me with planning in general, like not just for the meal prepping, but like planning my life and my workouts and integrating all of this stuff in general. Mm-hmm. Have you also learned something else from the, from the like meal preparation and the meal prepping and like weighing your food and stuff? Yeah, I still hate weighing and I still hate measuring, Um, but it definitely taught me, um, and I still do it, you know, but I am much better at at eyeballing things and really knowing what a proper serving size is, um, really knowing what. 100 grams of tempeh looks like um really knowing how much mayo i should be putting on something or how much peanut butter i should be putting on something these like higher calorie foods where it's just i would eyeball something that probably ended up being like two or three times the amount that i actually thought it was um so yeah it's definitely given me that uh, advantage and also just like kind of knowing how to structure meals as far as like 
what's a carb, what's actually protein, what's a fat, um, and the ratios that you need to have of those things. Uh, it's really just giving me like a better overall idea of um, what and how I should be eating. Yeah, I think you've been doing a pretty good job with that. And now you also, you got to that point where you're creating your own meals or you're adding your own meals. And this was like the goal, right? To make it sustainable for you. So of course, in the beginning, it can be a little nerve wracking having to like, with every recipe, measure the food. Um, but it it only made sense for you to be able to like, you know, learn portion control and learn what is what is best for you. And um, eventually in the future, you will not have to at all track that kind of stuff anymore because you will be able to just see and listen to your body and know what you know what you need and plan your meals or on the day without having to to do everything you know beforehand so um you've been really good with that and i'm very excited to also see like you incorporating more and more of those meals um in terms of your menstrual cycle um i remember you also started incorporating your own like um food items that are good for this for the cycle How did that go? And could you tell maybe like the listeners, like what did you have to do and why? Yeah. So, um, I never tracked my menstrual cycle before this, the program at all. It was just like something I didn't think about, didn't worry about. Um, I've never really had any issues with it. So it's never been something that's really been at the forefront of my mind. Um, and now that I've been tracking it for the past, you know, three and a half months or something, um, I really can start seeing these patterns that I thought were just like, maybe they just happen for people who have like problems with their menstrual cycle or have hormonal problems or something. They really need to keep track of this. And, um, you know, I never associated like, Hey, if I'm feeling really tired today, maybe it has something to do with my menstrual cycle or, you know, if I'm feeling really tired for a week or something. Um, and, so just tracking that has been really huge for me, just like noticing those cycles, but then also being able to add these new and different ingredients, you know, swapping things out in my meal plan or the recipes that I'm making um, has really just allowed me to support my body through those cycles and kind of um, take the edge off of some of maybe the symptoms that aren't so great, like cramps or being tired and then really enhance the ones that I do like, like having more energy sometimes, um, being more focused and creative sometimes. Um, so, and it's also really nice just to like have variety in what you're eating, you know, like maybe I don't want to have black beans on my salad every time. Like it's nice to throw lentils in there sometimes and like really being able to use this abundance, especially this time of year and being in California, there are all these amazing fruits and vegetables and the produce is great. Um, and really being able to take advantage of that and eat, you know, what's in season and what is right for my cycle. It's like this connection between nature and my body and all of these things that like, you know, being, like I said, like kind of hippy dippy, like, I love how those things combine. Um, and being able to really focus on that, like, not that I didn't think it was real. I knew it was real. I just didn't think it was like something for me or something that would have as big of an effect on me as it has. Mm -hmm. 
That's very nice to hear. And yeah, I love like how proactive you've also been with those kind of things um, that you decided yourself, hey, I want to start doing it um, and really like paying attention to that. And once you started paying attention, you started noticing a lot of patterns that like keep coming back. So I think that's very interesting. And I love that, you know, you've been very open and trying it as well. Um, so yeah, definitely like recommend that for every woman as well that hasn't tried it yet to really like get more in sync with their bodies because it's so powerful once you really do that. Um, so I wanted to also ask, has there been any other changes? Um, I mean, I, I mean, we know there were changes and there still are, but can you tell us more about those changes that you have experienced in the program so far? Yeah, I think, I mean, physically, like I'm just so much stronger than I was. It's funny, I moved into a new apartment and I have a new roommate and, um, you know, we're moving things in and moving boxes or putting our couch together and stuff. And she was just like, Oh my God, you're so strong. <laughs> it, just, it was just like, I never thought anyone would say that about me. Um, you know, I've always been like pretty active, but I'm certainly not an athlete and never have been. Um, and you know, so the, for somebody who doesn't really know me to be telling me that I'm so strong, it definitely felt good. Um, so definitely feeling so much stronger than I ever have. Um, and obviously like losing weight is great. Um, I was telling you that I just turned 35 this past week and I feel so much better than I ever have. Um, everyone talks about aging, like it's supposed to be this terrible thing. And for me, like, it's just getting better and better. So um, I'm totally fine with it. It's a privilege to, to get older and I'm enjoying it. Um, and definitely like, you know, I haven't seen that many people because of COVID. So, <laughs> but I think that I'm, go I'm going home back East this month and um, I'm really excited to see people and have people see the change from physically from all the hard work that I've been putting in. Um, but beyond the physical stuff, you know, I've really seen changes and just listening to my body has been so huge for me. Um, I tend to hold a lot of emotion in my body and that allows me in a lot of ways to just sort of bury that emotion, just keep going, um, put my head down and, and move through what I need to move through. Um, and you know, just go about with like the your daily life and how busy things can get and you know not it's not always like this crazy traumatic stuff sometimes it's just like stress from daily life and I'm not listening to that and between having to pay more attention to my body during workouts um tracking my menstrual cycle and you know Jess, you always suggest doing meditation and journaling and all of that. Um, it's really just given me a deeper understanding of, you know, these emotions that might be coming up while I'm working out or since I'm listening to my, my body more and really just like how to manage those, those things and, um, be pro proactive a lot of times, like knowing that I have a stressful week coming up, like putting meditation on my calendar like it's any other event so it gets done and the same with journaling or just um even when if it's just downtime like not focused on working out or meal prepping or doing anything crazy like that like you definitely always suggest to the girls in your program like self-care taking care of yourself taking breaks when 
when you need it. And um, I don't think I'm great at taking breaks. I'm really good at just like keeping going and, and pushing through. And um, I really always appreciate the reminder to like slow down. It's okay. And you need it. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that you touched touch based on the fact that we do need a, a balance. And I think this is like one of the biggest things that I talk about it so much, like in our society, we're taught to like, always go, go, go. And, you know, suppress your emotions, suppress your, like how, no matter how you feel, like you should just always show up. Hell no. Sometimes you just really cannot show up. Sometimes your body is telling you, you need a rest. And if you like keep ignoring what your body is telling you, there's going to be a point in your life where you're going to burn out. So that's why, like, I really like that you also were open to like do the meditation and do the journaling. And now you see how much of an impact it also has in your life. And this, these are just like small little habits that you can create on a daily basis, but make you feel awesome and really like, you know, make your life, life so much easier and are a good complement to everything else that you're doing in life. Um, so I just wanted to also ask you, um, how was your experience with like online coaching or what would you say, um, to like other people that are skeptical about it? Because of course, what you said, like a lot of times people think they have to have a like real life trainer or they have to have a nutritionist to go to, um, how, what is your opinion about that? Yeah, I think for me, it was great and it worked super well and I, and getting all of the things that I need and want and expected out of it. Um, I think it would be for people who are skeptical, like if you're the kind of person that is um, fairly self-motivated and doesn't need someone like dragging you out of bed to, to work out every day, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I think, you know, especially with your program and I can't speak to how other people's programs work, but, um, you are very accessible and, um, hold us accountable, not by, not in any aggressive way or, uh, you know, you're, it's just more in an engaging way by whether it's like in group chats and, um, or just like private messages, just like checking in or things like that, like that has been, that's enough motivation for me, that accountability is enough accountability for me um, to be able to get my workouts done and stay on track with my nutrition and, um, you know, make sure I'm doing my meditation and journaling and all of those things to, to kind of stay on track all around. Um, yeah, if, if you're that kind of person, it's, a fantastic option I think especially like just our world is changing drastically and um you know this is really the time to explore that option I mean everything is online right now I know here in California gyms aren't open I know a lot of places gyms aren't open and who knows when they will be um and it's just has been a really great way for me to nurture myself, take care of myself, push myself, um, when, you know, in this new world that is very unpredictable and, um, yeah, I think it's been a great option for me. Absolutely. Love it. Thank you. So last question, cause I know we are 
talking a lot today, but it's great. Um, what would you say, uh, or what are your health and future goals or personal goals for the future? Okay. So I don't know what I was thinking, but, um, when I was reflecting on my birthday about kind of what this past year has held and what I want for the future, I told my partner that I want to finish a triathlon by the time I'm 40. So, <laughs> Um, again, I'm not an athlete and have never been an athlete. Um, so that seems crazy to me, but also like, I didn't think I would be this far in my fitness journey as I am now. So why not? Um, nice. so I definitely want to give that a try. Um, I want to continue just being an example of that you can be vegan and you can be healthy um and just change you know the world by example i'm a big fan of the idea of like just planting little seeds in people's brains um you know when people see the changes that i made and um just how well i'm doing health-wise and um you know everyone always asks you like what's your secret what are you doing and to just be able to tell them like well I'm vegan um I think that that really plants the seed in in people's heads and um you know you go out to eat and or you have dinner with people and you have delicious food and you share it and they're like oh wow vegan food is really good <laughs> which is yeah. for some reason is shocking to people <laughs> <laughs> um and then my lifelong goal is to save all of the old dogs. I have a very soft spot in my heart for um, especially senior dogs. I volunteered a senior rescue here in, in San Francisco. And um, that is always on my, my goal list to save all of the dogs. <laughs> oh, that is so sweet. I love that. <laughs> Such beautiful goals. Um, I love the triathlon. That's the way you say it, right? Uh, please let me know when you do that. I want to see you, you know, die. Yeah. <laughs> Not die, but it's going to be probably super hard. Like, I have five years to, to do it. I feel like that is way more than enough time. So hopefully I'm it'll sure. be way before I'm 40. <laughs> I'm sure. And the vegan diet is going to give you everything that you need and even more. And I yeah. love what you said with being an example. And this is also like, you know, some people react differently to specific times of activism. So, for example, I know myself that if someone would have showed me a screen with like, you know, animal slaughter and all of that kind of stuff, it wouldn't have worked on me. Like if I would have seen another girl that has that looks amazing, feels amazing and is vegan, you know, and like had a transformation. This is what you said as well, like becoming that person, becoming that activist in that kind of way where people are curious to know what is it that you're doing and I think like this is the best kind of way because it has always worked so far and I love that you know you like you already are there people already ask you because they already see the changes and this is amazing so imagine when you're gonna be in a couple of years you know <laughs> when you're in your 40s like you're gonna be just <laughs> super hot and everyone's gonna be like who's that <laughs> who's that vegan <laughs> Awesome. Love it, Megan. Cool. So that is everything from my side. Do you still have anything to add or anything that I didn't ask or that was important for you to share? Yeah, I just wanted to thank you for all of the support and um, the guidance. And, you know, I think we have an awesome community of 
vegan girls on on Instagram we all chat pretty frequently and um, I always look forward to kind of hearing what's up with everybody and um, their goals and wins for the week and that kind of stuff so uh, yeah just thanks for bringing me into that community I'm very grateful as well. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for reaching out three months ago. We still have a couple of weeks to go, so I'm very excited to see where this journey will go. And I also appreciate you being very present in the community. Um, it's always great to also, like, especially if new people join, that you're there, you know, you, you're always very active. So I really appreciate that. Always being, you know, a, a great active part and, and contributing in such a way to the community. So thank you so much. <laughs> Yes. All right, guys, I hope you liked that one. Thank you so much for listening. I mean, I told you I didn't promise you too much. This woman just turned 35 and is the happiest and healthiest she's ever been. And I'm so glad and proud to be part of the journey with her. So thank you, Megan, if you're listening to this. Um, yeah. And feel free to also re- leave me a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify or iTunes. I'd love to hear from you. Other than that, if you have any other suggestions about podcast episodes or anything that you would like me to talk about, feel free to reach out to me. And until next time.